Welcome right. everybody. <laughs> Shut the sorry, fuck sorry, up! Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Can I start? Yeah, sure, go ahead. Josh, if you say a single fucking <laughs> word... <laughs> if you say a single word... I'm good, I'm good. Welcome everybody to the... But does it have to be a Jeep though? That can be any car. Oh, Josh. <laughs> yeah, like, a, a Land Rover would be good, actually. Yeah, no, like... Alex, like... can you mute them, please? Thank you. Yeah, I already oh, did. Fine. Right. Welcome everybody to the fifth episode of the Deep Day podcast. No, that's wrong, actually. It's the fourth. Is it? Wait, <laughs> fuck. It is the fourth. Oh, if you can hear me. Welcome back, everybody, to the Deep Day Podcast. We are doing the fourth episode today, and we're going to go for a little bit of a deeper topic. Which is going to be anxiety. Um, we are very happy to say that we have Alex back again. So, Alex, please say hello to, to the world and to our listeners. Hello, I'm back. Very enthusiastic. I'm loving <laughs> Um So, yeah, today's topic is anxiety. Um, one that I've dealt with a lot recently. Something I never actually thought I would have had to deal with because... Well, yeah, so we're doing anxiety um, as a topic for today. Um, so I, I, I think, unless someone else wants to start, um, I'm, I'm happy to start. Go ahead, Phil. Go for it. So, anxiety, um, I don't know, it's quite quite a broad topic, right? Define what anxiety is first before we start. Well, for me, anxiety is like... The fear of of getting something wrong, or not appearing in a certain way towards people, people judging me for what I do, how I look, those sort of things. Yeah, but l l let's uh, look at the book definition of anxiety, I think. All right. Uh, just so that we can get clear what it is. So, anxiety is an emotion characterized by feelings of tension, worried thoughts, and physical changes, mm -hmm. like increased blood pressure. People with anxiety disorder usually have recurring intrusive thoughts or concerns, and they may avoid certain situations out of constant worry. Okay, so to generalize that, perhaps fear of, of things? Yeah, it's basically just a fear of something specific happening. Okay, so, well, I, I guess starting with being scared of stuff, um, recently, it, it's really weird, recently I've had this anxiety of, of getting into a car, which is something I've never, like, had that's, before. That's quite surprising, yet you're really into cars. Yeah, I, I, get, I get so anxious, like, when, when I'm, I'm driving right i get i get like physical physically scared i'm like <sighs> what if what if, what if something crashes into me or what if the car goes flying off the road i just get these, yeah, these see, intrusive thoughts that's that's the question that nobody should really ask like what if like because it's 
it's a possibility. It's not a, it will happen. So if you don't think about it, you just have to think of the positives. And if it happens, you have to deal with it then, not preempt what could happen. And then you're more at risk of that happening because you're constantly thinking about it. Right, and, and I think that that like fully shows what anxiety is because it's the the what if question that leads on to, to my personal anxiety, the unknown of like the fear of the unknown, I guess it is the right way to, to put this topic of anxiety for myself, right? Yeah. Josh, you're so Josh we can't quiet. hear you, bro. Jo- Josh, you're quiet. We can't hear you. You literally sound like you're about 10 miles away trying to shout at me. Alright, alright, alright. Move your microphone closer to your fucking mouth. It's right next to my face, Jeff! <laughs> alright, that was a little too loud. I'm turning it up, give me a sec. Alright, no, it's good now, it's good now. Now it's good, okay. Um, I think, for, I think what I can agree for all of us, uh, quite a big source of anxiety is school, right? Um, well... Um, <laughs> well... No? Well, I, 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 I do agree with you because I like have fucked up big time in school like previous times so also not knowing where I'm going to go in the future regarding school like how my A-levels are going to look like like yeah I've got aspirations and all that stuff like I, I, I want to reach those top grades but also the the anxiety of not knowing if I can yeah, yeah, and uh, to be honest, I think most of that uh, surrounding school, the anxiety of school and tests and grades and everything, all boils down to expectations that you yeah. put on yourself mm. and that you know your parents have on you. And yeah. Because, because yeah. your parents expect something from you, mm. right? And if you, if you feel like it's hard to reach up to those expectations, it might lead to you constantly worrying and you overexerting yourself while studying, for example. It's right. like the fear of failure because you know that it's a kind of case where uh, if it's like a thing where like you get in trouble for something small with your parents, it's like it's not as big of a deal because you know there's a, there's always next time. But with like A-levels, it's such a big thing because it's like yeah. you only really get one chance and if you well, mess it up, you are kind yeah. of finished. Yeah, uh, because... The thing is, with A-levels and things like that, it's a really long-term effect, but if you do something, like, stupid at school and get told off for it, it's quite short-term, you can get over it and, like, move on yeah. as well. So, it just makes the whole thing, like, a bigger, like, concern, a bigger mind, like, if you know what I mean. Because the way I understand yeah. A-levels, it's, it, it is like the stepping stone into university for us, right? And I think I can speak for all of us and say that we want to get to... The best universities and get the best jobs out there right in whatever subject that we feel like doing every, any career path that we aim for and a levels for us at the moment i'm not too sure how it is in norway alex with the exams there uh, but i think it's similar to the ib setup here in the uk where you well, do it, 12 subjects in norway in uh we have 10 years of primary and then we have like three years of secondary Mm. Or really? High school or That's very different. You want to call it? Yeah, it's ba- basically that. And uh, you don't start getting grades until you're in like year eight. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, and then you have three years of grades, and the only thing that matters then is um the grade of your second term 
in your 10th year because those are the grades that you're going to use uh, to apply to uh, high school right mm. then uh, in high school um, every year you have some subjects that you have a like a stand fast grade like that is going to be on your uh, uh, resume right mm. uh, for example our first year we have uh, had five subjects i think that you got got a, a grade in and uh the second year which i am in now you get uh i think four of them five four i think yeah five of them and then in your last year you also get like three or four and then um during your first second and third uh you can also be um picked into um taking exams right so there yeah there are also that of course and yeah in your 10th grade you also have to take exams as well so how, how is it with you then because us three have spoken about the the a levels for us right and I, i've shared about my anxiety towards that how is it for you then with I, I don't know it's it's a foreign system to me um but how is it then with grades going into university and well you you apply to a university w with the the grades on your resume right mm -hmm. those uh, select um subject from each year and for example now in our second year you get to choose three subjects that you want to take Mm. And then the next year again, you get to choose three subjects, but you have to keep two of the subjects that you've already um, chosen. And it's a it's a weird system when it comes to uh, the subject picking thing. Mm. So I I can't be asked to explain it all because it'll probably take up half of the podcast. <laughs> but. <laughs> But uh, when it comes to the university thing, uh, for example, um, I, when we um, uh, were in our first year, we actually um, uh, looked up like what the um, what the um, mm, minimum requirement to get into each university is, right. and it's like if if you if you want to get in on your first try at like a um, a uh, lawyer uh, university or like a lawyer lawyer subject thing yeah mm. uh, i don't know how to explain oh. it uh, you you need like a 6.1 which is basically you need straight a's and yep. you need bonus points ah oh, okay yeah and as well as that the expectations of students and the requirements have um risen drastically like for example when my mom became a nurse i think you only needed like a 4.5 yeah. to get in and now you need like a 5.4 to get in oh wow that's gone oh. yeah so so there's a lot of different um expectations and requirements that have risen so much that basically today's youth have to work their complete asses off to be able to get into whatever they want so how how does that affect your your feelings towards that? Have have you set yourself high expectations? Have your parents set you high expectations? 
My parents expect me to complete <laughs> high school. <laughs> yeah. For now, at least. That's what I know for now. Uh, he didn't like me having a two in Norwegian. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, so, <laughs> at least when it comes to that, he has he has expectations for me to have better grades than he had. But, yeah, uh, yeah but more than that... Um, how it affected me, well, during my first, second, and third year, or my first, no, my eighth, ninth, and tenth year, yeah. was it? Uh, I, I worked harder than I uh, do now, but mm -hmm. considering how I do now, it's just because I've lost all motivation to do anything. Uh, but I still try. And uh, my expectations, I don't hold any expectations anymore because I'm so tired of getting disappointed in myself. So I just stopped holding expectations for myself. And that also leads to kind of an anxiety, you know, right. within me because I'm, I'm afraid of getting disappointed. And that led to me not having expectations and losing motivation. Yeah, and uh, I see that in myself as well, um, because a lot of my my younger years, I've always looked up to my brother, right, and how he's done his work and setting up his own companies and doing his own thing now, and I always compared myself to him. I, I compared myself to him academically, and when I didn't reach those targets, that were already set so high, right? He, that that man is is like some next level genius. Um, Would you say you look up to him? I look up to him academically, right? Like my brother bangs straight A stars without even reading the textbook, right? He he can do do exams in his sleep. So I I, I set myself those goals as well. And when I didn't reach them, I was like, fuck. Now my parents are going to be disappointed because they saw how good my brother was. So they, in my head at least, I never asked them. In my head it was like, oh, so my brother does this equals my parents expect me to do this equals I have to do this as well. And when I didn't reach that, I, I, I'd panic. I'd be like, oh shit, I am a failure. I can't do this. And like Alex said as well, I, I, I lost motivation because um, I was like, well fuck this if if i'm not gonna do as as well as i hope to do why even try at all yeah and like if you're yeah. gonna come one one meter short why not come a hundred meter short kind of thing yeah yeah it's like and, an all uh, or nothing thing yeah for yeah. example uh when i started working out i uh, put a, down a goal for myself mm. and usually usually before i've put goals that are like way beyond my reach but considering i'm my ego is so high. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've, 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 I've got a big ego. I can't, I can't, I can't deny no. that. But um, because of my ego, I always put the goals way further or way higher than I actually could achieve or was basically humanly possible to achieve. Mm. But for example, now, now that uh, my expectations have lowered drastically. It, it has kind of helped me when I worked out because I put down a goal of re reaching 80 kg 
in body weight by the end of the year and i actually mm. managed to do that uh and that felt so good man that mm. felt yeah. so good and it, it it was hard as well because when i started working out i was like 72 or 73 kg mm. so i had so i had to put on like seven or eight kilograms in how many months was it about four months yeah I think, and oh, I yeah. didn't. I didn't put on any fat though. Yeah, I, I didn't put on. I can't put on fat, man, for some mm. reason. Uh, but I, I think drop metabolism lucky. problems. Yeah, I think I was lucky when it came to the gene pool, because I, I can put on muscles, uh, like not not very easily. But in return to that, I can't put fat on my body. Like I've 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 had a six pack since I was seven years old, and it still <laughs> hasn't di- and it still hasn't disappeared. Wow. Yes. Wow, wow, wow! I can't stop having a six pack. Josh, you're just jealous because he's he's taller than you. I am. I am very you. jealous. Well, he's not taller than me. Yeah, he is. Uh, Alex, how tall are you? Wait, how how tall are you in centimeters? Six. Josh? Oh, bro, piss off at your centimeters. I don't know how tall I am in centimeters. Wait, Josh, how many then feet Google are you? Google it. I'm six, I'm six foot four and a half. That's 182 centimeters or something? Nah, that's 194.25. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, Alex, where are you? I'm 193 centimeters. I haven't measured myself in a while, so you know I'm probably like double that by now. <laughs> your shoe heels have an extra inch on. That's why you're so tall. Allow yourself. Yeah, no, I have. Uh, we don't have like six no, foot five. It doesn't matter about the heel on his shoe. He walks on his toes. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but for example, that uh, my height was uh, something that brought me a lot of anxiety when I was younger because I used to be very short. Mm. I was like, wait, how, how much is that in feet? Let me Google that. All right. So, uh, one. All right. Uh, I was five foot four before I moved to London. 165 right. centimeters tall. And I've, I've been pretty short my whole life, basically. I was, there was just a select few that I was taller than. But luckily for me, uh, when I came back, I was like, um, a wait, giant. I need to grow in feet <laughs> i was five foot nine so i grew like five inches in the matter of four months or something what the and fuck? Uh, yeah and with that came a lot of growth pain uh right. it was worth it though uh, and at the same time not only growth pain but it brought my ego up by tenfold <laughs> Because now that I can look down on people <laughs> instead of people looking down on me. <laughs> That's weird. You don't strike me as the tall type. I don't strike you as the tall. You don't type. look like like you, like you don't look like you're tall. Oh no! But that's because I actually have some muscle on my body compared to you. Piss off! Just, just, just piss off. I compensate with the the width of my shoulders as I've well. Got, I've got really broad shoulder, broad shoulders. Josh, you don't have Bro, that you monster like schlong, a... though, that Alex does, so allow yourself. You don't have my wow. monster schlong, have... Josh. What? <laughs> um... <coughs> Damn, that's... <coughs> <laughs> Hope you don't. <coughs> <laughs>
It sounds like my car's trying to start off. Yo, bro, I, I drank water while laying down and I accidentally breathed <laughs> the water into my lungs. That is uh, brilliant. It hurts. Oh my god. <coughs> um, about your anxiety with appearances, right? Yeah. For myself, when it came to, to that, like the way I dressed, not so much size wise because i think i'm fairly average when it comes to size um but more like physical build um i was very well i don't want to say fat but i was definitely on the larger sides of the scale when i was younger so uh, yeah zero. i don't know what you look like when you were younger i just know that when i met you you were skinny as fuck yeah exactly and in my head it was skinny equals abs and then my ego went up, but it was like, sort of unhealthy skinny, sort of. And yeah, you, you looked like if someone punched you in the chest, bro, you fold in half. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Um, but yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're very the, welcome. With the working out, that was, that, that was also anxiety, because I was fat. And I was like, oh my god, I need to change how I look, so I can feel better about myself. I got, like the abs and then i was too skinny and that also gave me anxiety because i was like well abs is a tick but body weight is like a, ooh, not so good right and then i compensated yeah. that as well with the, the sort of clothes i wore and how i presented myself to the to the outside world yeah i actually want to ask josh this considering you're built like a light post uh, I wanted to ask you: Have ever you have you ever felt anxious about being too skinny? Uh, yeah, pretty. I, I I remember, like, so I went to a school that's quite far away from me. Uh, so when I went to secondary school, everyone from my primary school uh, went to a different school. So I was either I I knew no one going into secondary school. And it's just right. kind of a thing where like, but when when you don't have mates going into it it's very easy to become an outsider mm. like because uh, yeah, everyone yeah. kind of has their groups already and it's just like um but bo boy school is just rough because it's just kind of like uh survival of the fittest mm -hmm. uh, it's like everyone's everyone's trying to like you've, you you can like boys just have such big egos it's like everyone trying to prove their who's the bigger than someone else group, basically right trying yeah exactly trying and it's just that like and it just means that if you don't have a million people to back you up it means uh you're you're usually the person who gets preyed on uh, and it's like i used to care so much um because like i didn't have any i didn't have like i met i had like a few mates that i still have now today but like mm. compared to pri like compared to primary school like I, it felt like i had no one around me uh so it's just like I, I used to care like so much what they thought and i'd actually like change things about myself like if someone oh, took yeah. the piss out of my haircut I'd actually want to change my haircut. And if someone took the piss out of the shoes I was wearing, I'd want to change my shoes. Oh, and yeah. uh, I'd like, oh, my entire life, like I play football. And I, I, as you can imagine, I look like a lamppost. So like me playing football, wearing like shorts, long sleeve shirt, I, and like I look even skinnier. And especially with like how I kind of walk on my toes. And I got called like Bambi. I got called like, like all these like Lampo. I got I got called all of it, and it just um, at the time it really bothered me. And I did try and work out, but uh, I never really got anywhere just because 
probably half laziness i was like i had a lot of stuff going on but i used to care so much and then uh it was sort of year 10 time where i i, I met good people around me that's when i got in touch with headley kind of uh, i mm. properly became mates with headley and cabby and all those and then phil you were not long after that and after that i just i stopped caring and it's just the best feeling when you know these people who like Mike from like the last three four years. Like I would actually like if they came up and they took the piss, I'd actually care. I just stopped, and like over time, they they st- I, I stopped caring about them. They stopped caring about me, and mm-hmm. it just got. But I just realized life moves on, and it's like you've got such a short time in secondary school where you're where you're properly you're you're in a stage where you can actually go out and do stuff, and you actually have the time to do it. And then you move on to university and and after that it's work and it's it's these are like the last bits of your childhood and spending them with a hundred people with caring about what a hundred people think of you and caring about all of this and, and changing yourself just sucks and i did get anxiety like i got anxiety about anything like anything that someone pointed out about me that yeah, i yeah, yeah. that i didn't like that deep down i didn't like about myself and then when someone else says it i got such anxiety about it because it was like I can see it and everyone else can see it. And I, I've just written, now I don't care. Like I'm growing up my hair. Like I, I, I used to, whenever someone like would go, your hair's like really long, like to like make a joke about it, I'd cut my hair. No, I don't care anymore. I'm growing up my hair. I'm, I, I wear what I want. I wear bright colors because bright color, like I like looks in bright colors and my mates compliment right. me on it and they say that suits you. And I just, it's really helping me with like my anxiety. Lockdowns obviously stunted it a bit because it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot less social interaction but now like like i just i've got good people around me who who like me for who i am and it just it makes like summer this summer was just great because i just stopped caring and it's just such a good feeling knowing that um you're in control and and you don't give a shit where everyone else around says you says yeah, you, around know, you know and now you. i can take the piss out of myself like like, well, I, I try and be a funny guy. I make a lot of jokes. Not a lot of them come <laughs> off. But a lot of my jokes are self-deprecating. But that's not me feeling shit about myself, actually hating myself. It's me being able to take the piss out of myself because I've got to a point where I know I know what I am. Mm. I'm a tall, skinny guy uh, uh, with blonde hair. Uh, and I look a bit like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. And that's just what it is. <laughs> and like, I'm, I'm happy with that. Like That's the way I am. And I'm not going to... like I, I, I just don't care anymore. And it's just... It's, it's a lot easier to say than do. And if you told me yeah. in year eight, just stop caring, I'd be like, that, I can't just do that. But now it's just like, it, once you can get to that stage, it is the best thing. I'm, I've, I know, Phil, you, you've done similar stuff where you used to care so much. and Oh, yeah. When you can get to that point where you just don't care anymore, it just... And I, I found people come to respect it. Like, people who like that's, w- w- would take the piss out of me. And now I, I just do my own thing. And suddenly they don't have as much of a problem with me, which is nice. Yeah, right, so Phil, just... right, Phil, you had something you wanted to say, right? Yeah, well, two things, really. Um, just based on what Josh said, I think it's like having the courage to be disliked. Instead of me pleasing yeah. everyone and always trying to, to conform to other people, being myself is, is like my ultimate goal, really, to, to find my my true self and that also includes having the courage to be disliked whether that's someone who doesn't like me for whatever reason right I, I i don't really care because if i'm comfortable with what i am why should someone else's opinion impact me so much but yeah. then anxiety I that's, that's the little, a big part of it 
Yeah, anxiety, the little fucking bastard, right? If a hundred people in, in the room said like, oh, Phil, well, so let's say a hundred people are in a room with me, right? 99 of those people said like, Phil, you look great today. And if that last person said, Phil, I don't like your hair, my anxiety would be like, ah, oh, Phil, there's something yeah. wrong with you. You fucking can't change your hair, do this, do that to make that 100 people happy instead of just the 99. Anxiety's always been like a thorn in my side that's been like, oh, there's something wrong. You need to do this. You need to do that so I can please everyone. But yeah. pleasing everyone isn't I what I should do really no it isn't and phil uh you know me being the controversial person that i am yes um i'm i'm either loved or hated all right uh, i if i meet someone you you won't stay neutral towards me towards the end because either you fucking hate me or you fucking love me all right but um the thing is uh when i was younger i was um i was so scared I, I did have anxiety now that I look back at it. I didn't think about it as much at the time, but I was so scared of being disliked. Yeah, same. And uh, yeah, and so I would change and shape myself, try to copy what other people do to get along with those people, right? Yeah. And that has backfired in a lot of ways now that I think about it. Uh, but the per, you know, I don't really regret it because simply because the person that i am now like i fucking love myself i'm confident in, my, in myself every time i take a shower i just have to stand before the mirror and like <laughs> yeah. and, and 20 minutes flexing and singing and rapping whatever the fuck i want yeah 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 yeah, yeah I, I sing loud like the whole house can hear me but i don't care but <laughs> because i I've, I've figured out that i I love myself, all right? And if you don't love me, that just means you have bad taste, all right? <laughs> I think a big part of it is realizing that you're, you, can't, you just can't please everyone. Like, like there's some like there's some people, I won't name names, but I'm sure by the description you can, you, some of you can, like, figure out who it is. But there's people who are just so nice and so pure that you can't understand how someone would dislike them, but you will still just come across people who dislike them. And it, it's that kind of stuff that makes you realize that you just can't please everyone. Like yeah, people so if, people, uh, people, people have taste. Sacrifice pleasing like like they try and sacrifice pleasing themselves by trying to please everyone else around them, and they still can't please everyone. So it's yeah, like you might as well make sure you're happy. Yeah. yeah, it's the same as people who love raw onions. Like I don't know how the fuck Sorry, you what? love raw. <laughs> no, no, real. I had a guy in my past school who could like fucking take out an onion and eat it as an apple and i was like <laughs> bro how the fuck can you do that that's fucking disgusting but like you can connect that to personalities as well some people like certain types of personalities some people dislike certain personalities and if you keep changing for each individual you just end up not knowing who you are yourself and you would just Fuck. Fuck yourself. You fuck yourself. <laughs> you sound like you love yourself that much, you would. No, I'm not gay. So I, think I wouldn't self think sucks all night I think long. They, kind of, they come hand in hand. Like, once you do start to just like, like yourself, and once you do start to just be happy with yourself, 
that other other people kind of follow. Because when when you like yourself and you're confident and you just you you show that you're not gonna let other people change you, other people just don't try and change you as much. Yeah, there's, think a, there's it, a big difference between between being cocky and confident though it's yeah. a very very thin line fine line between being cocky and confident and to be honest i'm quite cocky all right me too at times no. I, I, at times i can be quite cocky all right it's not on purpose it's just a self-defense mechanism that yeah. i have evolved to boost my own ego when i'm feeling <laughs> down did Wait, who the fart? fuck farted? <laughs> just shit themselves on the oh, what? Headley, No, you... I'm zipping up my jacket. Oh. <laughs> Relax, <laughs> sounded like you sharted, bro. <laughs> I sounded wet. Yeah. You sound wet? And that's no, just Josh. It's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's such a bad joke. Bro, I've heard everyone in the book. Like... Uh... I want, I want people to like sit down and have an original thinking session about my surname because we it's an original thinking. Look, it just yeah, came up. Okay, I've we need hey, new material. I've heard. Hey, yo, like, yo, want... yo, yo, if Josh was Aquaman, he wouldn't be called Aquaman. He would be called Josh the Wet. So anyway, I'm actually crying. I got tears in my eyes. That joke was so bad, but it made me laugh so much. As that's what we're saying. As long yeah, as it makes and, me laugh. Yeah, um, and that's that's why you're not crying. Um. <laughs> anyway, what what? Wait, where were we? Oh, I think with we anxiety, left... right? And oh, apparently, yeah, right with with groups of people. Josh, you were saying like now that you've stopped caring about what people think, right? And, and Alex as well. I think what has happened, for myself at least, I, I've moved away from a toxic environment with toxic people around me to a place where I, I see my friends and I hang out with my friends. And because they don't put me down, I don't feel the yeah. need to judge myself so much. I think with anxiety, it, it, it comes a lot with being around certain people people who who've put me down have caused me to have bigger anxiety about myself and about how i look and and act and stuff but with the friendship group that i'm now i i know i can go out and just be myself with them i don't have to put on a mask and act any certain way towards them i can just be phil and let my guard down and I think, yeah. Yeah. yeah i know what you mean it's yeah i think I, I think that is step one is is putting yourself around people like-minded people who are just gonna just accept uh, me accept for who I am. Yeah, because it's it's uh, again bringing it back to a to a boys' school. It is just kind of like a doggy dog world where it's like yeah, everyone's trying to like uh, there's there's so much banter flying around. It's like everyone's taking the piss out of everyone. Yeah, so it's right. a nice change of pace and you're out of school and it's like yeah. I have a question by the way to Hadley. Hadley, you're 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 quite a thick individual. <laughs> in more than one way. Hey, you're in dumb more than shit. one way. Let's get back to it. <laughs> have you have you ever felt anxious about your body? Oh, you meant like that type of thick. Oh, I thought you were talking oh, about wow. his head. Like, you know, I thought, you... Yeah, I thought you were talking oh. like. Nah, nah, nah. I'm, I'm, I'm. Headley, Headley, nah, nah, nah. 
No, me, me, me call, calling heavily thick was just me making a joke, but uh, the re- the real no, it's just it's facts. It's facts. Yeah, yeah, the 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 real question was: Have you ever felt insecure about your body? Well, no, I haven't. The thing is, from like early, um, I've had to like learn not to care because dance. Like, I've grown up dancing. Yeah, exactly, yeah, dance, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then like going into new schools and shit like that. People are like, oh, you're gay, oh, you're gay, you're gay. Man doing baller, uh, ballerina. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I've uh, done dance. Everyone's like, oh, you're gay, you're gay. So I've just got to learn to not really care and sort of brush it off. Otherwise, it would really affect me if you're I didn't. Lucky. And And if it was, well, I'm lucky in the sense that if I learn it early on, I can take it into later life. Like Please. Josh is saying, oh, um, like was... Josh is saying, Oh, in I'm, your tent. Wait, two seconds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, let Hedley say let Hedley say. Right. Shut like Josh was saying, fucking ask it, you. Fuck off, Phil. <laughs> no, no, no one did ask me. I'll ask This is how God. I feel when I do the, the fucking fuck intro shut and you all start up. speaking yeah, you know over what? me. No one cares, Phil. No one cares about you, though. Um, <laughs> Listen here, Josh RPG, said. Josh, the hell <laughs> Josh said it took him two years. Yeah, fuck you all speaking over me when I do the intro. Alright, can you shut the fuck up? Maybe if you Josh, shut the fuck up! Him. Adventure time. Took him to <laughs> year 10! Alright, Headley speak. To year 10, before he could um, be comfortable with himself and learn not to care. However, I had to get through that year 7 because... Like, I mean, year 7 I sort of kept it to myself, but then a few people found out about it. Started spreading the word. And then they were all coming up to me like, oh... You dance or you're gay. And so by year eight, it's sort of out of the system. People are used to it. I'm used to it. And you sort of have to learn to be yourself. And whoever you enjoy being with, that's who you're going to enjoy being with for a long period of time. Rather than if you adapt and you just laugh at their jokes rather than your own, then they're not the people you're going to be most comfortable with and could be possibly missing out on something better because they actually get along with who you actually are rather than who you're pretending to be. Yeah, and when you stop yeah. caring, people stop caring as well because they don't get that reaction out of you that they want. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should clarify, we don't mean surround yourself with, like, yes-men who just, like... You need to have... Oh, no. The right balance. Like, you and, need... like with what Phil was saying, where we, we, like, we, we accept each other for who we are, but, like, if Phil does something stupid or if Phil... It's an example, Phil. It's an example. about people accepting you around you, your friends. But oh, yeah, but all the examples are going to be we'll Phil, because Phil is a knob. And we'll go... Fuck you too, Phil, Hedley. You Fuck you too. Twat, and we will go, Phil, stop being a silly twat. And it's just about um, having the right balance of people who... They're not doing it to take the piss out of you. They're doing it because they actually care about you and want you not to do something stupid. I yeah, when Phil is like when Phil is being a pissy cunt, I'm gonna tell him that he's being a pissy cunt. And I think that's no, today. isn't it? More Shut you tell him up. when he's not being a pissy cunt because <laughs> he's always a pissy cunt. So you gotta tell him, oh, you're not actually being a pissy cunt today. Wow, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I can feel Phil's blood is boiling. I have, I I have a time. Oh, that, that's just that's just called sexual tension. I have a timer on my phone that I it's read just, it it's just every sexual time tension. Yeah, that's Phil being his pissy cunt self. What, sexual tension? 
<laughs> get in the fuck all of you. Get in the bin. Fuck you. You, you want to fuck all of I know, yeah, exactly. Phil, I know you want to fuck me, but you got to calm down, bro. <sighs> fuck you guys. What I want to say too, now, listen. What, what I want to fucking say is that it's like grounding me. You're a pissy cunt. Oh my god. Oh. oh. <laughs> yes, I I can be a pissy cunt sometimes, Headley. Okay, I, I get it. I get it. Sometimes. Oh my god. god. Statement. <laughs> All right, Headley, shut the fuck up. What I'm saying is that Headley and I have a good relationship to to each other, yeah, as in friends. Really? Nothing, nothing more. Think for yourself. Okay, right. I'm gonna. Carry on, what were you gonna say? I'm, I'm no, we're... this part out. I, fuck all of you. There we you, go. I'm new to them. Go ahead, speak. What I want to say is that it, it it grounds me as an individual when when like my ego gets too inflated, or I start acting out in weird ways, and and my friends see that they're like, Phil, check yourself, mate. What the fuck are you doing, you soggy cunt? And, and I'm like, right, okay, Phil, let's reevaluate the situation here a little and calm the ego down a little bit. Because I, I went through a phase where I was, like, splashing cash left and right. And sometimes I still have those days. But then when someone in my friendship group says, Phil, is that really what you need right now? Is that really what is, is the right thing? Or is that you just trying to, to brag or throw money around or be like the, the alpha male or something? Motherfucker um, paid 1300 quid for a pen. Right. Fuck you on. Okay, I get it. I, I've done some stupid shit in the past. But it's, it's that... about. Headley, fuck off. I'm gonna. Dash. No, no, no. I was just. I was gonna add on. I'm gonna be nice. I was just gonna say that's how you know <laughs> that your mate's your mate because they're not always there going, oh yeah, that's the right thing to do. They're saying, yeah, that's true. No, you're being a, you're being a tosser. Like, just switch off. Stop being a mong. Stop trying to impress other people. Because they don't care if you throw it back in their face. They're actually there like, oh, we're taking care of you, not just doing what you want. So you stay happy temporarily. We're mm. trying to get you to be happy in the long term, in the long run. And I think with my friends as well, that, like, I've been surrounded by yes men, right? Like, people who only are with me for their own gain, right? And when I did something that involved money they were all there like yes phil that's the one because they profited in it somehow however sometimes now when i try to do something from what i've learned in the past like my survival mechanisms is buying friends with my current buying friends yes i have bought friends Headley. um right. because i was i was sad and i had no one yeah um yeah. and now when when i try to do that they're like well phil we are your friends, not because you have money, but because we like you as a person. And then, for me, that's like, right, I don't need to spend money to have friends. I can just be Phil without the the monetary or materialistic side to it. And that's yeah, how Phil. I see my, my true friends now, because I'm like, yeah, <laughs> they don't need me because they get something from me. We're just yeah, friends. Phil. the 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 only thing you've bought me is a pack of cigs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the good old days in Wimbledon Common. Yes, of course, mate. All right, now I think we should start ending the podcast. Uh, considering we've been chatting on about shit and we're getting far off the topic, but um, thank you all for listening.
It was. Hey, who said you can treat. do the outro? Oh, oh, no, I, I, do outro I said I'm doing the outro. No, 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 all no, right? no, 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 shut no, no. The fuck. Fourth episode of the Deep Day podcast. We really appreciate. <laughs> Andy, would you like to do the Gosh, outro? Gosh, you're too quiet. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, all right. This is going to be into it. Uh, you've been listening to Deep Day podcast uh, episode four on anxiety. Tell your friends. Tell everybody. Share it. Whatever. Thank you guys for listening to the fourth episode of the Deep Day podcast. Um, Wait, who who said it. you could do the outro? <laughs> <laughs> the other two can't be heard, so it's okay. Oh, uh, yeah, fair S- enough. Suppress the... Oh, Josh. Dickhead. Yeah, thank Dickhead. you all for watching. See you guys next week. Bye. Headley, roll the outro. Bye! <laughs> yeah, that was Bye. fucking oh, it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, I can't be asked anymore. Alright, all thank you. Goodbye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Deep Day podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. Enjoy the podcast, and more can be found at www.deepdaycast.com. Thanks again, and have a great week.